What's up, Buck fans? Welcome back to another RBT live stream. Today it's a, a fun victory Monday. Bucks win 26-14 over the Minnesota Vikings. I hope we got all of you guys in the chat. Let us know if you can hear us coming in well, if you actually can see us, if we're actually live or not. Last week we had a little uh, hiccup, but it seems like everything's working right now. <clears throat> Other than that, I'm Mark Ramirez. This is Michael Pless as always. Glad to have you aboard for the show, but Pless... Tell me, how did you like this game? What did you see? Were, was there any changes since the bye week? Um, did you see anything good? Uh, first of all, I mean, it feels great to be 8-5. and five. Uh, That's awesome. We haven't had that since 2016. Uh, it is a victory Monday, Monday, so that's really awesome. And thank you, Dan Bailey. I mean, that pretty much sums up the game, right? <laughs> I mean... It was a it was a nice Buccaneers win. You know they they did what they had to to win the game. They ran the football, which was shocking. Uh, they gave Rojo the football eighteen times. He got eighty yards and a touchdown. So that's kind of the formula we want to see. You know Tom Brady with less passing attempts than rushing attempts. It's usually a winning concept. And uh, you know played <laughs> mystique mistake free football. If I can get that out, it was uh, a mistake though. <laughs> Yeah, it was a mistake, <laughs> but uh, no, it was a really, it was a really good game by the Buccaneers. I thought both sides did enough to uh, do what they had to do and came up with clutch plays uh, to seal the game. And that's all you can ask for. And now we move on to Atlanta and hopefully to do the same thing. Yeah. And just bringing up the, the actual rushes and attempts. I mean, keeping this as balanced as possible. That's a beautiful thing. Just right. 18 carries for Rojo. Hell, I, I would want even more, but like you said, more rushing, attempts than passing yard or passing attempts. That's just keeping Brady off the ground, getting it into another playmaker's hands. I love that. But uh before we jump over to Atlanta, let's talk a little bit more about this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> but definitely. so big takes I took away. Um still the execution early on is still off. I don't understand why the Gronk missed pass. I mean that Gronk's open immediately. There was mm -hmm. no safety on that side of the field if there was anyone it was middle deep and nowhere near Gronk. And then I've been putting some videos up on Twitter. Those of you who follow us on Twitter, you guys have seen it. Just the wide open guys with Godwin and and Scotty Miller running down the literally the middle of the field. Mm -hmm. Immediately on the snap, safety goes over, shades over towards Evans, and that's the only guy that Tom Brady's looking at. And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> is this a mirage? Like, what is going on? And he pumped twice to Evans mm -hmm. on that play. And still, then he goes, oh, shit. Someone was mentioning how, well, maybe it's because he was off his base. He had all the all the time in the world to throw. Mm -hmm. And I think someone else made a good point. Maybe he was just, holy crap, do I go to Scotty or do I do go to Godwin? Because they were both wide the hell open. So mm. I don't get what the lack of execution early is. I just don't get that. The biggest thing I did love seeing, LaShawn McCoy. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you'll love that, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's Why something. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you get 28 out of the game, you know, that that's a good start. And then, you know, I think, and LaShawn is something I called um, actually on the Petercast show that I was on on Friday. I was like, he's going to have a good game. He's going to get in there. It seemed like he was going to be the, the guy coming in um, as they, you know, adjust this running back rotation. And he did his job. He pass protected well. He, uh, you know, ran the football well and, and caught it. You know, so he did everything that you want from a guy that is, you know, pretty much your third down back and, you know, subbing in there for uh, Rojo. Rojo had a, a fractured pinky 
And that's why McCoy started the second half of the game, you know, on that drive. And that was a beautiful drive. You know, that's how you want to execute it. And they went up, I think they went on and uh, scored, scored on that drive. So, um, yeah, that is, that is definitely a good sign. You see McCoy in there. Absolutely. And then this is funny too. It was so (laughs) nice to see the curse finally jumped on the other team's kicker. You were saying this before the the live stream. Mm. Thank God for Dan Bailey because yeah. I mean, drive killers, momentum killers. I mean, mm. we felt that as Buck fans, and I'm like, oh, he won't miss another one. And then they set him up for shit on like a 54 yarder when he hasn't made an extra point or a short kick. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they're they're ruining him even worse. So I was not mad about that. I mean, mm-hmm. we still still only one by twelve. I I kind of said this. I don't know if this was in live stream or in the bye week. Uh, talk with Brent Allen, but mm. I mentioned how I thought this game was going to be like the Panthers game. It's mm. close early, which it was. Actually, the Vikings pretty much dominated the time of possession, dominated the ball overall in possession, mm. and then we just started winning based off of talent. I mean, yeah, Scotty Miller's speed, Gronkowski's size, mm. Rojo's running ability. They learned to run the ball more than, <laughs> than to pass, and then they yeah. get away from it. So it's some of the things I saw were, were good. I mean, I hope I, I joked about around with it with uh, John Leiter during the during the game. I'm like, maybe that should be the first question to BA or not mm-hmm. BA, Byron Leftwich. Does play action work? Because right. every time it we ran it, it worked. The deep mm-hmm. pass to Mike Evans, play action. Right. Touchdown to Gronk, play action. Mm-hmm. The first play action pass of the game was a 25 yard gain to Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. You, you think it's working? <laughs> yeah. I, just I don't a, know. Just a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, the Bucks offense didn't really have the ball that much. I mean, the Vikings pretty much control the clock. Like you said, uh, they had a lot of long drives and, you know, when you miss those field goals, that's, that's killer, you know, cause it's like a turnover um, and you get nothing out of that, that result or that drive. So those, those were big and it played a, a key role in the game, but you know, play action definitely does work. Like you, you were saying earlier. And, you know, I think the early drives, again, just a couple misses here and there, you know, it just got to execute a little bit better. I thought the play design and the play calls were good for most of the game, which was nice to see, you know, the flow was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. The flow for the most part was pretty good. Um, I think we ended up scoring on like the last five or six drives that we had. So that, that was a good sign. Um, so it was getting better throughout the game. Uh, but yeah, we still haven't played that complete football game yet. And that's something that we want to see going forward. And and hopefully we can get that started, you know, with the last three games here coming up. But I thought for the most part, um, it was a really good game. Um, by all, 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 all parties involved, you know, I thought defensively, you know, the pass rush came alive. That was nice to see. So JPP making the big play at the end of the game. So everyone really kind of stepped up in their own way, whether it be offense, defense, or special teams. I mean, big kick by our kicker, you yeah. know, get us up to 26. So that was a big kick. That was a pressure kick and he made it right down the middle. So very important. Yeah. I mean, he's been on the, on point all season and mm-hmm. it's, it's, weird to say i almost don't want to say it for fear but i don't believe in that crap but for kicker wise mm. i don't know it's it's crazy like yep. the monkey off your back kind of thing but before i talk about the defense because there's one guy i want to talk about in particular 
Mm-hmm. Let's keep talking some of these Bucks offensive takes. Raymond yeah. said, best pregame news was seeing Fournette listed as inactive. Yeah. <laughs> I think plus agreed with you 100% on that. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely Crosby says, let's see screen pass to McCoy. Yeah. Yes. Please. Let, let's please get that. Mm-hmm. Gronk and Brady have to get down and finesse the corner route. Mm-hmm. Gronk and Brady, I think, and this offense can do whatever the hell they want to do. I mean, it's mm-hmm. they are that good. It's just the timing and execution of everything. Don't force it if it's not there. I kind of said this on Twitter. I mean, we reach into the cookie jar a little too many times. We try and force a deep shot all the damn time when, in reality, just set it up with runs first. Do some play action. You don't have to always hit the deep shot. The deep shot can just be a decoy every time. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to always having a deep route it clears the underneath routes out that's why i really do like ba system it's just the way the quarterback reads it and the way the the play caller calls it if you keep calling deep shot deep shot deep shot that should be your first read three or four times in a row it's gonna fail Mm -hmm. (laughs) you gotta have ways to help your quarterback out it's not just telling him oh no this is gonna work that that the sequencing is what we talk about a lot that just to me as a play caller which doesn't do it that well. And I think it's clear and obvious. Uh, and then Praj P had one more point. He said, let's run same play. Scotty scored deep touchdown and replace with AB. Same exact play, but force the pump fake on the deep dig to make the safety bite and take a shot with AB. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? No, I think that's definitely a possibility. I mean, we, we saw like, you know, the play design works again. It's about the execution. It, it's, it's about how they call it. Like you say, you know, it, and it's something, you know, I talk about all the time. It's about how they approach the game and you have to stay consistent with your approach. Um, you know, absolutely things change like throughout the game, like things are going to, you're going to have to adapt to what <laughs> the other side is doing because they're going to make adjustments. Right. So it, it's, it's preparing yourself up for not only now, but for later. And it's how you, how you sequence that together. And that all plays you know, hand in hand. So that goes with your run game, goes with play action. It goes with your, you know, passing down the field, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's the same thing with like individual efforts, like mm -hmm. pass rushers setting up pass moves for later in the game. Right. The play caller should be doing that exact same thing, being smart, throwing the same formations out there thinking, Oh, they're going to run this again, Mm -hmm. but it's a total different play. That's the stuff we're talking about Mm -hmm. because teams are looking at us and saying, Oh no, they're going to run this same play. Yeah. And we usually do. It's it's not a hit yeah. anything. And I think you know I think that's where comes the the inconsistency of what we see. You know whether it's slow starts or whether it's slow starts in the third quarter. You know because teams are making adjustments and they see what we're doing. So you know that tends to be our downfall where we have these spurts where it's like okay we're getting nothing 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 and then all of a sudden we'll find a way to make adjustment ourselves and then we end up scoring you know on that said drive or what have you. So. Yeah, those are a lot of things that need to be, you know, cleaned up. And I thought this the, yesterday's game was definitely a, a step in the right direction. It wasn't the full giant leap that we wanted to see, but I think it's it's getting closer and closer. I thought we would have seen at least a little bit more play action, but we we actually saw we did, motion. We saw some yeah. motion, which was nice. Some motion, like yeah. bringing McCoy out and then bringing him back in. Mm-hmm. Brait moving across, like the the touchdown to Gronk. That was a motion. Right. He moved Brait over. He saw the man was. Going with him. Oh, man, defense. He literally looked at Brate's man, hiked it, and threw it this way because he knew Gronk would be wide <laughs> yeah. open on his one-on-one. Yeah. So, I mean, little things like that are badass that 
are so simple to help Brady out. That's the biggest thing mm-hmm. that we wanted to see. But um, this is this is hilarious, actually. Think about this, Hardcore Heroes said. Going from Winston to Brady was pretty big improvement. But going from gay to suck up was probably the <laughs> biggest improvement we made. <laughs> that is uh, that is the statement of the year right there. That facts. It's well said. And, uh, it's, it's a big, yeah, it's a big improvement. I mean, you have a kicker that's 23 of 25 for his kicks. Things only missed one extra point, maybe two extra points. But yeah, that's rock solid right there. Absolutely. Yeah. People are agreeing 100% there. Uh, and then Bud Cannabis, and this is something we touched on earlier. The slow starts are still hurting us. And it, it's true because mm-hmm. we can do these comebacks against lesser talented teams. Yeah. But a team like the Chiefs, a team like the Saints, a team like the Rams, it's mm-hmm. hard to do that, especially with better overall teams that have been together for, for years. The, yeah. The Vikings are a coaching staff that have been together for a while, but still, it's. Mm-hmm. You're you're looking at the the lack of talent they have on defense. They're they're injured injury riddled, lost star players. I mean, that was a defense we should have scored on multiple times and easy. But a lot of ex- lack of execution is what hurt us. It wasn't really the Vikings beating us. It was just more, oh, we missed it. Mm. Yeah, it's a good thing to see a goose egg and turnovers. Yeah, that's great. But I want us to put up points, put up how this offense should. And they're still learning. I know it's the off-season thing, but mm-hmm. it is a pain in the ace. Yeah. Uh, but you want to touch on anything else on offense before? Because someone said over 50% of plays was motion. I don't know about all that. I mean, there was definitely more motion. Was which was, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure. We didn't have many plays, you know, to be honest. <laughs> I think it only had, they only had like 50 or maybe like 55 plays, you know, for the whole game. So wasn't a lot of offensive snaps or offensive opportunities. Uh, but, you know, after those first two drives, they, they really got going. You know, obviously the big pass to Scotty Miller, that was a thing of beauty. Um, Want to see Scotty Miller more involved in the offense for sure, because it seems like him and Tom Brady have a great connection um, when they are on the same page. So, yeah, there's, there's um, you know, that was a positive, just seeing the motion and the use of, you know, third down running. You know, we saw that. Yeah third down runs was, was big, you know, third and two, third and three ran the football, got first downs, you know, just element of surprise. You know, everyone knows we're, we're probably going to pass it on third and short. And you finally, you know, did some runs, which was, which was good. So hoping that continues, there's a lot of good things. Um, you know, Aw Claire getting in there more, uh, he had a drop that you don't want to see, but you know, a bad, bad block too. Yeah. Bad, bad block, block to, right. to Rojo that, that sailed over Rojo. Yeah. Terrible block by Auclair. I mentioned it. I was like, no, that wasn't <laughs> Donovan Smith's fault. Yeah. I know people would have jumped on him for that one. Again, a, a great example of what play action does. You know, we saw the opening that, that, that allowed, I mean, it was wide open, you know, all the linebackers were running back, you know? <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, offense overall, I thought, again, it was a nice step. But again, this is, a, like you said, a weaker opponent. Even though they were in the seventh seed, again, their you know, defensive struggles. And they're also without Eric Kendricks, which was you know, that's a big loss. Part um, of their defense. Right. So just got to hope we continue to improve and, and be on all cylinders once uh, the playoff starts. Because this team will be in the playoffs. I'm, I'm pretty confident of that. Or it's what ninety six percent chance yeah. that we're in the playoffs right now. <laughs> next week, to, you, yeah, next week if you win, it's a hundred percent. So <laughs> that ain't bad. That ain't bad. <laughs> I can tell you that. 
But uh, some other other takes I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Who do you really think got Fournette benched or got McCoy in the active roster? Because you hear after the game, McCoy's like, oh, Brady's been calling for my number like to get me in the game, get me in. Mm-hmm. And B.A. saying, oh, you'll get your chance. And then B.A. comes out saying, oh, yeah, I, I, I put McCoy in there. It, good thing he proved me right. <laughs> I don't know how many times, how many weeks we've been saying get – like you say, get 28 out of there. Mm-hmm. Who do you think, who's the real reasoning? I know. I'm sure. Brady I'm sure yeah, I'm sure Brady had a big influence. I'm, I'm hoping as it was a collaboration and they just saw over the bye week that, you know, Leonard Fournette's not getting it done. He's missing hole after hole and he's not, <laughs> he, you know, he's missing blocks. He's not catching the football. You know, it was time to, you know, change it up. And I'm glad that they did so. Um, you know, LaShawn McCoy is still a very good football player and a guy that can complement Rojo in the right way and, you know, utilize Rojo by running the football with him and then mix it in with McCoy. I think that was great. You know, you could just see like how they, they just, they played well together. Like McCoy in that one drive, that was awesome to see like him getting to the outside, you know, making people miss doing yeah. stuff like that. So, and, and Rojo does the same thing. It's just, you know, they're different, little different styles and how they run, but you know, it's just fun. It's fun to watch. His pass blocking was amazing too. Right. Pass block, beautiful thing of beauty. And, and that's what we needed. And, and, and Rojo hopefully learns from that and also gets his opportunities to pass block as well. And then the same thing with like Keyshawn Vaughn. I know he got four snaps, but you know, it's, I, I like that rotation much better than just seeing Fortnite in there doing nothing. And they are, you know, automatically know, you know, if he's in there, he's likely getting the football too. So, all right, then this is a forward jump onto the defense. Mm-hmm. Fournette is talented. It's just, I don't know what they taught him in Jacksonville that made him not see the gaps. I mean, but to be honest, Fournette, he did awesome in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on here in Tampa where he's just not hitting holes. I mean, he never was that. When we did his uh, player breakdown or player mm-hmm. film study, he wasn't a slam into the hole. Like that's what people think of from him from LSU. Right. He still wasn't that really. He'd see a hole and then go through it. He didn't just slam into people yeah. when he gets the steam. Yeah. Then he's hard to bring down, but that first five yards, it's like, uh, yeah, he's trying to make a decision and it's. Yeah. And, and that's, that's <laughs> yeah. And, and that's not even like the main issue I had with him. It's just, he was missing gaps. Like there there's wide open gaps that he should be running through and he was hesitating and, and dancing too much um, to make something else happen. And, you know, by the time he, he gets the read and gets the right vision, it's too late. You know, the, the, the gaps, you know, close. Um, I'm not expecting him to be that power back because that's just not who he is. That's not how he plays. You know, he's a finesse back he's going to run. And once he gets steam, like you said, he can run you over, but it was just came to a point where he's missing too much opportunity. And then, you know, not catching the football, not pass protecting. Well, you know, that's going to lend to uh, a benching and that's what he got. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, let's see how long he's in this doghouse. I mean, right. McCoy did well, there's no point in taking maybe, him out. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's injury. Maybe there's something injury, you know, behind the scenes. No, never know. Yeah. But another one other thing, Tony Brown, very quiet game, but five catches, 49 yards. And it was just consistent, consistent yards, consistent route mm-hmm. running. I mean, 
he just did his job. You haven't heard much noise from him. I don't know why people think it's he's a bad guy. I mean, mm. right, so far because people are like, oh, he's taken away from Scotty Miller. Yeah. Maybe he is, but it's not like he's running bad routes. I think still it's Tom Brady making the de- the decision. Like, should mm. I throw it here or not? I mean, this game I was looking at some of his routes crisp. I mean, every mm. time he's running it, he's running aggressive. He's running hard. He's playing full effort to the whistle. So, I mean, I don't see anything to talk bad about Antonio Brown. And I'm thinking still, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, that's a hell of a mm-hmm. damn roster. And to stay healthy, that's all it is. Right. Just keep growing. Uh, but offensively, yeah, and then Mike Evans is drop, that one drop. But other than that, three catches, 50, 56 yards. Mm-hmm. And people are wanting that 1K. I think someone said he needs 111 yards a game for the next three games to get 1,000. Do you think yeah. it's possible? He pretty much needs like one big monster game, you know, where he has like, he has that 200 yard game. And then (laughs) could be this week. It could be, it really could be like the matchups really play to his favor. Um, You know, it just depends on the targets and, you know, if the plays set up him, you know, the right way. But yeah, I mean, I I think he's just, he wants wins. I don't think he cares, cares about that, you know, milestone. I mean, it'd be cool, you know, first player seven straight years with a thousand yards, but I think wins and playoffs, getting deep into the playoffs. That's what he's focused on. Yeah, everyone's agreeing about the A B thing. And then I like Danny Dinello loves this take. Evans better start out physicaling DBs for the ball before the playoffs because he ain't gonna <laughs> get these calls come then. I like Godwin. Mm. What do you think of that? That's a hot take. Yeah, I mean, you know, Evans is uh yeah, I, I think Evans is gonna be fine. I'm not concerned with Mike Evans. I mean, he's a really good player, and and so is Chris Godwin. And, you know, we got a lot of weapons. I mean, so it's just about Brady just making the right reads, and, you know, hopefully the play calling is, you know, the right sequencing like we talk about and help these guys out. All right, so I want to move over to the defense before we talk about their whole assessment. Yeah, the front four played amazing all game. Mm -hmm. It seemed like they were always causing pressure. This is the first reason why I want to pick it up. Buccaneer Bruce said, I noticed on one drive that Devin White loafed the entire time. I haven't questioned his effort before, but he was loafing. Hmm. So I noticed Devin White, he has never showed lack of effort. I mean, mm-hmm. he always is going. He's going a million miles an hour. And this is something we talked about before drafting him, why we kind of didn't want a linebacker top five. <laughs> In the draft, mm-hmm. it's because it seemed like he was still learning. Like he, he's a hell of a missile once he's there going. Yeah. But some of the inconsistencies of reading what the play is going to be, or then he runs like a running back trying to find a hole instead of playing his assignment of gap assi- assignment. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of that. I mean, I know they probably told them be careful with the play action because Cook's so good. Be careful. So they were hesitating a lot. Mm. But some of the times, I mean, every damn time, middle of the field, if it's fourth and six, go middle of the field right at Devin White because it's always going to work. <laughs> yeah. Like To be honest, and I've, I've got plenty of tape from this game where it's just his awareness, his spatial awareness of knowing who's on the field, who's in front of him. If there's three guys on your right, you should start shading that side. If there's only right. one or two guys on that side, why the hell are you going over there? Mm. I mean, especially when the Levante David's right next to you. Yeah. There's no point in that. And so some of the stuff it's, it's odd and it's more, 
I don't think it's a lack of effort. I think it's more sometimes he just doesn't know where to be because he'll do this, run forward, then turn around, look for someone because he has no clue where the person's at. That's something where Antonio Win- Antoine Winfield is total different. He, there was a play where he's looking at a wide receiver, looks over at the quarterback, and the quarterback's scrambling, and no one else knows it besides him, and he makes a play. Field awareness, knowing where you're at, what what to look at. And I feel like Devin White just doesn't have that, and maybe this offseason affected him there. But we've been showing this all all season. It's not like it's something new for us. Or Hopefully we're showing this all to you guys. But what, what is your take on this Devin White loafing and him in zone? <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I was having an attack because I was laughing so hard at my <laughs> – so I'm like laughing from what you're <laughs> laughing from what you were saying because it's so true. Like he just has no idea. It's like it's like it's like that Chris Farley gif. <laughs> He's like no idea, and that's basically that's basically Devin White right now on the field. Like he just has he's just no <laughs> he's just clueless on the field, and, and it's kind of funny to watch because you know where the football is going to go. Because he's, like you said, he's in the wrong position for most of the game. And it's unfortunate because if he could just figure out where to be at all times, man, this defense would be like stellar because a lot of our deficiencies is because of him, unfortunately. I mean, as many plays as he does make, which, yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) And then then it's it's the other gif. It's the other gif where we're pulling our hair out because we're watching him make the same mistake over and over. So yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> and, we, so true. and we want to do we want to do the one that is correct, but we can't. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is Devin White's play in the field, a yeah. Chris Farley gift. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean it, that's that sums it up. <laughs> it, it's it's sad, but it also maybe it is this offseason learning thing. Cause like mm. We've seen him read a quarterback's eyes before, but it's almost right. now they know, okay, middle of the field, I'm just going to look right at him, and he's just going to sit there because he isn't – even the touchdown to uh, Irv Smith. Right. He's sitting there, and the mm-hmm. tight end just turns around, threw it right to him, easy access. Yeah. His own yeah. scheme, he didn't. He wasn't there. All these fourth downs, I feel like they were attacking Devin White. Mm-hmm. Something we've continuously shown. I mean, yeah. there's nothing to hide on that one, and it's – no. There's a reason why he has a lot of tackles too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean, Devin White, it's not a lack of effort. I'll say right, that. I mean, right. if he was loafing, it was probably more just he was upset about he didn't know where to be. And they do, I mean, and to his defense, they ask him to do a lot, like a Absolutely. lot of re- a lot of responsibility for one guy. Um, and I wish we could just send him in on a blitz every play because he'd probably be way more successful. And it'd be interesting to see how our defense would do if we did blitz him on every play. But, you know, most of the time you can't do that, unfortunately. You can't, you know, blitz on all downs, even though Todd Bowles probably wants to blitz, yeah. <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> yeah. true, though. Yeah, that's right. That's that's exactly right. I, but that's the thing. So if you're blitzing him, someone, some safety has to come down and cover. Or you're putting some fat guy to drop back in his coverage. So – do you want to see more Sue dropping back or McClendon or mm-hmm. William Golson dropping back? Cause that's someone's got to fill that gap. Like you just can't right. blitz all everyone. Yeah. So Jordan Whitehead, I would rather have drop down and have Antoine field single high. Right. But once you get to the 
playoffs. It's hard to facing, do. Yeah, way better teams yeah. with way more talent on there. Yeah. I mean, we we saw what we what we did when we went single high versus you know the, the Chiefs, Chiefs off yeah. offense. I mean, can't do and, that all the time. And that that's the scary part. So like, when we can see this, you know, NFL teams are like, oh, oh right. ooh, we got Devin <laughs> yeah. White this week. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's Slap becoming all night. <laughs> it's becoming that weekly. I mean, you see these teams; it, it just seems like they know who to identify, who to target week in week out. You know, whether it be the slot corner or whether it be you know, the, just, uh, yeah, <laughs> the middle of the field. So, but play action doesn't work guys. I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> cause we got to run the ball consistently. Yeah. To order to call consistent play action, we have to run the ball consistently. Yeah. To put Whatever. our players in position to win consistently right. week in, week out and week in, <laughs> week out. We're going to try that. I, w- I wish yeah. someone could have counted how many times he said week in, week out. In that one press conference, that'd be a great drinking game. God, you'd be drunk. You'd be drunk in the first ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> be out. Yeah. But hey, but hey, this that that can improve. Like, hopefully, it will improve. But we keep saying that. It's a lot of hoping. Yeah. Uh, let's see with this one, Troy Aikman in the commentary in the fourth down said Devin White was a good coverage <laughs> linebacker and started shaking my head. He also said the this is one of the things they always go to with Devin White. One of the best young linebackers in the game. Mm. It's, it's true. Right. It's good at downhill. No one will doubt that. Him downhill, unstoppable. Mm. Like, if you're talking, talking point A to point B, he's going to beat you. Yeah. He good. He real good. Ridiculous. I want to start using him like that. Yeah, ridiculous grip strength. He's got Hulk in. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I mean, yeah. The times you saw us blitzing like a madhouse – the Broncos, obviously, not a good quarterback. Right. Like systems were, we're trying to force the issue. The Chargers trying to force the issue. Dude, you can't do that against Russell Wilson a lot. You can't do that against Jared Goff. Jared Goff, because it's a quick decision offense. Mm-hmm. You can't feed into their their systems. So we got to play better. Like just know your assignment. That's all it is. Another area that I want to touch on before, because we already talked enough about Devin White. Right, right, right. <laughs> Either way. I, it could be a little bit of him learning on the go, not enough preseason. I don't know. But, mm. but he just, that's like part of his game he's going to have to improve. But another area that the Vikings took a huge advantage of, was, which I've said ever since the Bears game, that short in the flats without our outside linebackers, which are usually rush edge rushers, yeah. that they're forced to cover. You have Anthony Nelson covering that, you have Shaq Barrett covering that, you have JPP covering that. You, you would think, oh, a running back versus that, an athletic tight end versus that, they're going to take that. That's why you saw the the fat Ham guy. Is his name Ham? CJ Ham. Yeah. CJ Ham. Yeah. That, I've never. That's that's fullback from the old days. He was mm. a Ham. They like <laughs> they took advantage of it. Yeah. So that spots where the Vikings looked at our defense. They're like, okay, they're aggressive. Mm. They're pressing corners. Where is their weakness? Linebackers and there's edge rushers that like to come in, hit the areas of weakness. Please, our offense, learn from this. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of spider two-eye banana against yeah. us. I mean, as you see it, I mean, a lot of full, you know, play action, full back in the flat. You got the tight end going to the corner route, you know, and it, it works. You know, it's open. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, credit to these offenses. I mean, I'm not sure how we adjust to it. I mean, I guess you play more four-three looks, you know, maybe have another linebacker out there. But, 
we'll just we'll wait and see. But you know, I mean, I would still I would do it the way of just blitzing Devin White, bring a safety down, mm-hmm. and then find a way to get your corners to run like a cover three over top look, especially if we're blitzing Devin White. Right. I mean, find ways to kind of shift everyone around. We've done it plenty of times. Right. Yeah. You got to be able to move guys around. You can't just stay in a static cover two Tampa two like the Bucks used to do back in the day and say, "Oh, beat me," because they will. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be able to disguise. Antoine Winfield talked about this during mm-hmm. the off during the bye week. So we got to be able to disguise better and then communicate to execute our plan. And that's as simple as it is. Yeah. He had a hell. He had a hell of a game. Uh, yeah, he did. He, I mean, let's talk about him for a little bit. I mean. Uh, a rookie that is, you know, maybe might, I don't know, make the Pro Bowl. I mean, he's playing outstanding. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? No, I said, whoo, look at that. <laughs> one sack. Yeah, I mean, he was very impressive. And, you know, this is the team that his dad played for in the Vikings. So, obviously, he was motivated and made a lot of good plays. So, very, very happy for him and just glad he's on our team because he's going to be a heck of a player. Um, the first year too. And I yeah. love how they were saying like he, he hasn't had that rookie uh, wall. He didn't hit the rookie wall. Mm. His, I think his head is thinking faster than some of our like year two, year three guys. Mm-hmm. Like what he's seeing. I mean, you see this every week in tape. I mean, we don't really show the deep, I guess, portion of the defense. Cause it's usually it's our run stopping and pressure we're showing. Sometimes we show this, but Winfield is he can cover so much space. His click mm. clack, like getting downhill abilities, tremendous. Like the dude can do it all. And some of the hits he had on Cook were insane. <laughs> yeah. He lifted his ass up on sometimes. So, right. yeah, he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. He's going to be good. I mean, wait until he actually starts reading the ball and manipulating quarterbacks' eyes and doing it to them instead of them doing it to him. That's yeah. going to be crazy. I think it's he's only. Yeah. Scratching the surface. And like, we this saw, gonna be good. Yeah, we saw more Mike Edwards in there. Uh, yeah, I like which, that. Which was good. You know, um, there's been like things going around with the Jordan Whitehead tweets that have been popping up. I guess apparently he was unhappy with the uh, some of the decisions made, but you know. Hey. Ooh, what's this juicy news? Say, <laughs> I this. mean, yeah, apparently he put out a tweet. You know, yesterday after the game, he deleted that tweet very quickly. <laughs> uh, and then he put some things out today and just, you know, just saying he's got to keep working and, you know, be better. So, you know, I, I think he'll be fine. Again, there's going to be a rotation. I like when they do the three safety looks, um, you know, especially when they get Jamel Dean back in there. I think you can, you know, really start going back to some of those different variety looks that they're going to try to play out. And I think Jordan's still a very key part of this defense. Oh, Jordan, why? Yeah. You know how. Well, I hope everyone knows how we feel about Jordan Whitehead. I mean, that dude's that inbox safety that mm-hmm. you really want close to the line. Yeah. I, but it, it's also something that we've talked about where we said Mike Edwards and Antoine Winfield are probably the future yeah, of this future. team at, as, at safety because they're just more versatile. I mean, Mike can just do a lot more different things. He can play deeper. He can play in. So that's why he's on the field. You know, Jordan's just a little bit more limited, but he's still a heck of a player, especially in the box, like you were going to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Jordan Whitehead. I don't know what, what it was. It kind of spurned him, but mm-hmm. stay, stay up, my boy. Stay, yeah. you're, you're still the starter. I mean, I'll have I to look at. Or, I don't know if we can bring up the like the snap counts. I know usually Greg Allman has it 
Um, let me see if I can find it, but I, I don't think it was that big of a difference. I mean, maybe something went on like internal that he wasn't happy about. So, I mean, he's, he's going to be the starter no matter what. I mean, right. Mike Edwards is not going to overtake you. So don't, don't worry about that. I don't, yeah. maybe it was just a little jab. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it's going to be a big issue. Uh, if he can't do his duties and how, but, Oh, so this <laughs> Buccaneer Bruce, we'll, we'll touch on this real quick. If he can't do his duties, a top five pick, he was a waste of that pick that talking about <laughs> Devin white. I don't think he's a way. You can't judge a pick after a year and a half just yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, yeah, so we're strong on this opinion. He's proven a little bit of this wrong. I mean, I, I want him to succeed. He's a Buccaneer now. I, I want him to just start picking balls off, popping them in the air, helping the, the secondary out. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he has it in him because you can see how pissed off he is. He doesn't like making mistakes. Like He's mad at himself, and he, he's yelling – not yelling. He's more talking with Levante, trying to figure out where the hell am I supposed to be. Maybe it's, to him, just moving a little bit too fast. But mm-hmm. I don't know. And then G Vegas. No, I didn't get a new camera. I just – I'm using some new stuff on the on the on the settings, I guess. So it should be the same thing. But thank you for noticing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's here's a good little take. I want want to hear your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Ba says the Bucks can play any damn way. Really, <laughs> Ba? Really? If the Vikings place kicker hits his kicks, Bucks might have lost this game. Ba trying to connect in your brain to your mouth before speaking. <laughs> Danny with some emotion. That that's a good comment. Um I mean, to one point he's right. The Bucks can play any damn way if they if they execute it and you know players and the design and the play calling all works together. Um yeah, they can play different styles, but I don't know. I, I'm still hesitant on that comment because we haven't seen it consistently yet. So still a team that hasn't played 60 minutes of football and we're waiting on that. So once I see that, then, you know, I can say confidently we can play anyway. All right. Here's your snap count. Yeah, there it is. So, so yeah, 70%. I mean, right there. I, mean, I guess, I guess a drop, you know, he doesn't 29? like the, he doesn't like the 30% <laughs> being off the field. Why not just get some wind? I mean, I know we got Winfield, Mm-hmm. in there the whole game but right i mean if you're playing in the box you're trying to have to prevent runs i mean they were running a lot i mean mm-hmm. you're smaller in stature they want you healthy and fresh when you're in the box mm-hmm. you're a smaller dude so i mean i don't i think it's more them trying to keep them fresh maybe yeah i mean either way edwards only played 23 snaps <laughs> right <laughs> so, yeah what's the big rah-rah maybe they had bigger guys in Maybe they had more run stuffing guys, and I know Minter was in there a couple of plays. To mm-hmm. like three. Yeah, but, shout I mean, out, shout out to the bottom, the the player at the bottom of that list. Well, second to bottom, Pat O'Connor. Yeah. His twenty-two snaps was, I mean, that was legit, like really heart. good. Yeah, really good. Miles um, and miles of heart. <laughs> lots of heart. I mean, played played really well. So a lot of the say, guys in the bottom of this list. I mean, you yeah. Lopez, Nelson. Edwards Cockrell all had good games. Yeah. Right. I mean that the bottom of the list needs to play just as well as the top of the list. They, they need to make the big plays. These guys just need to do their job. Mm-hmm. Cockrell, you didn't hear him like in the, in the Panthers game where he just got run the hell over on that touchdown. <laughs> Ever since then, he hasn't made many mistakes. He's right. been playing pretty damn good. So 
give him his credit where credit's due. Yeah. So, I mean, some, some of the stuff, I see a lot of positives. Mm-hmm. But but the glaring weaknesses, I think teams are really starting to to pick at them now. Yeah. I mean, the Bucks can't keep starting this slow because people will keep gouging at those little weaknesses. Because I mean, especially when you get into deep playoff run, if you mm-hmm. get into the playoffs, let's, let's not just make it 100 just yet, but it's pretty much there. I mean, oh wait, someone said over there, and this yeah, this man stepped up big. Big girl Sue stepped up there. <laughs> yeah, Sue's had a great year. I mean, he could have had four or five sacks yesterday. Um, just missed him, you know. So he's been playing really well. And, and like you said, you know, to your earlier point, um, there's a lot of good things. Yeah, the teams are finding our weaknesses. So I think it's it's really important for the defensive line to continue to step up and have big games going forward. They're going to have to be smart in how they use their their front four and their blitz packages with their, you know, uh, pass rush games you know we saw some things of that yesterday where they you know did some stunts with barrett um they did a lot of different things of moving jpp inside barrett inside like you were pointing out you know yeah. so those are things that they're gonna have to continue to do i hope to see khalil davis back in there i want to see i wish he would have got in there you know yesterday but pat o'connor you know made up for it so you know they just gotta keep doing what they're doing they gotta continue to push that pocket that's gonna be the big thing yeah that that just the four man rush was insane. Right. Insane. I mean, let's touch on that. Yeah. I, I showed That's that. That's the level it's got to be at. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it, I like how they put in those energy type guys, Pat O'Connor, Nunez Roches, even uh, McClendon. See, McClendon was madhouse in the middle. Mm-hmm. Will Golson literally running that Bradbury back into the quarterback, like driving them back. Right. I think they're just like, you know what? Just go, just mm-hmm. attack. The linebackers will help you behind you especially with the speed they got. If it's a run, okay, but just clog holes, do your thing. I mean, it's it showed. Anthony Nelson had a lot of good good rushes too, and he got really close on a lot of occasions. I'm surprised Nunez Roches didn't get a sack either. I mean, we had six sacks. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as they should do. And, and, you know, to be the negative Nancy here, it was against a, you know, a bad offensive line, you know. So <laughs> sorry to burst the bubble, but – how yeah, do I hit they, move from the chat? <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, we, we got to see it is what I'm saying against a good offense line. That would be the playoff teams that we're going to face, you know? So I'm just hoping they can continue to build momentum and then really, you know, just turn it on when playoffs come because you're facing a Rams offensive line or a, a Saints offensive line, Packers, you know, et cetera. They have good offensive lines and we have to be able to dominate those um, if we want to move forward. Yeah. I mean, it, the big guys that need to play well are playing well, though. I mean, JPP, right. Shaq Barrett, Sue, those three are playing pretty damn well. Right. I mean, and they're going to be Sue, the key. Been, yeah. But yeah. Sue's been doing this all year. This mm-hmm. isn't like, oh, he just had one good game. He's been doing it. And right. so people were asking about how many points did Bailey cost him? 10 points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one missed field goal, missed extra point and three kicks. Right. But either way, we still would have won 26 24. Mm would have been closer yeah or momentum either way wins or win uh g vegas said is it concerning that evans and brady still are not on the same page let's let's i guess start touching on some of these points here yeah i mean it's it's a uh it's a concern but i mean i feel like they're the connection is getting better um you know i still made good plays yesterday uh but 
you know, you like to see it more crisp, you know, going forward. But I, I feel like it's improving, especially in the red zone. I think they're automatic. Yeah, I mean, again, it's the volume of throws that go his way. Mm-hmm. With Brady, it's it's more he throws to the open guy of what he sees in the defense. So you yeah. can't get you can't compare what Winston and Evans had compared to Brady and and Evans. I mean, he's not going to look him. I don't know why he did it on that one play. Yeah. Where he double pumped to him twice. Right. Considering the whole other side of the field, feel it felt like his whole idea was get Godwin wide open as much as he could, and then make that throw. But he just missed it completely. I mean, because Godwin would have scored. I mean, he was wide open. Because so both better. guys, both guys went with Scotty Miller, so he would have scored it, on that play. <laughs> like when I was looking at, it, I was like, I was thinking what those players were thinking. Like, oh, sh- Scotty's <laughs> wide the hell open, so they both turned around. No yeah. one was even looking underneath. Right. After that, they're like, oh, he's throwing Scotty. It's done. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's just it. Like, we show all this stuff. The offense has the opportunities. It's just the execution. Mm-hmm. That's the, the lack of execution. And then when you're calling somebody's plays, the sequencing, B, yeah. uh, BL. That's my biggest bugaboo. It's like, you know, just the sequencing, how you flow it together. And, and that's really where the inconsistencies, the stall drives, you know, that's where, yeah. that's why it happens because you're putting yourself in situations that, you shouldn't be in, you know, you're, you're setting up second and long third and longs, you know, and they didn't do that yesterday. So that was nice to see. Uh, well, let's get to a couple more questions here. Uh, Danny Danilo, he's, he's loaded with some takes today. The Bucks D was getting gassed for a lot of big plays consistently. Time of possession was 40 to 20 advantages for the Vikings, but all you hear is how great the Bucks D is. Well, I don't necessarily hear that. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, obviously we've been pointing out their struggles lately, you know, and they haven't been they haven't been great at all. You know, there's there's been some huh. there's been bad play. Um that's no no denying that. They didn't allow the big play yesterday, I don't think. I mean, they held huh. everyone, you know, they held guys in check, um, you know, under 15 yard catches. So you know, yeah. it's just it's just execution. Yeah, it's uh, the underneath stuff is what's kind of beating us and that's We've yeah. been kind of beating a dead horse over here about right. teams are getting long drives. I mean, they're converting yeah. and they're getting long drives and then it's up to us whether we hold them to a field goal or not. And that, you got to say that's a positive because we did yeah. hold them to field goals and they missed. So it's like, <laughs> you know, that's four turnovers right there. So, I mean, you look at it that way. Yeah. Those are wins for the defense. Right. I mean, I mean so I mean, to me over the top or secondary deep did amazing. I mean, there was even the play we put in the preview, if you guys saw it, where Justin Jefferson would fake the slant route, immediately stop, pull back out, and just go straight mm-hmm. towards the, the 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 post or the, the corner. Right. SMB did his homework. He saw it. He read it. He didn't bite on the slant. And he took it away, and Cousins had to throw the ball away. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that, I love seeing. Or secondary is learning, is reading. That linebackers, the underneath, they got to get better. And is it going to get better? I don't know. But if it isn't, you got to find ways to move people around, move pieces around. That's Bowles' job to do. He usually mm-hmm. does it throughout the game. He gets better with it. I think he sometimes just runs with what he brings a little bit too much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, so A. Turner from Twitter says, I would like to see more crossing short routes with Scotty Miller. So would I, I brother. I would love that too. Yeah. Definitely. So would I. I mean, they did do some with A.B. I did see that, mm-hmm. which was good. I want, I want to see more, especially yeah. if it's 
running underneath where you sent a man deep, just did mm. a, a fly, just run him underneath that. That'd be a thing of beauty. Right. Open space, right? That's what we're all about, protecting space. Uh, G Vegas said Bucks D was good on third down yesterday. Those key sacks and third downs, yeah, were good to push the field goal range back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All good points, my man. Yeah. Yeah. They had multiple drives where they had back-to-back sacks, which was very important, you know. And, and like like I said earlier in the podcast, they made plays when they had to make them. And, you know, that was that's something that has been missing, you know, that JPP sack uh, slash interception, whatever you want to call it. You know, that, <laughs> was, that was a huge play. That was a huge play of the game, you know, that pretty much won the game. And, you know, that's why he gets paid $14 million a year or whatever it is, 12.5, you know. And that's something that it's it's simple to say, harder to do. So if you win the early downs, like stop the run early, which we do consistently. This game we didn't do the best at. Well, Dalvin Cook is Dalvin right? Cook. Yeah, you know, and he, we he contained him. <laughs> yeah. So, but the thing is, yeah, if you stop it early, first down, you make it a second long. You only give up three or four on a dink pass. Mm-hmm. That third and long, yeah, then your your D line can eat. But right. if it's Second and three, third and two. Right. Short down in distances, you you can't really send in everyone. No. I mean, it's it's a lot different from what a defensive standpoint you can do. Third and long as opposed to third and two, because mm-hmm. you you got to think, oh, it could be run. If I run past this, he's going to be right up in a hole that I missed. So mm. early on, we we do that. It's it's just consistently doing it, and then buying shoring up some of these gaps that we have on defense, which is usually linebackers and short flats. The, that secondary deep is looking pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, A.T. Turner said the corners need to do more jamming at the line. That would help out producing sacks. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm all for that. I'm all for disrupt timing. You know, that that's, you know, very important, you know, when you're playing defense. You got to disrupt the timing of the offense. And that starts with penetration from your front four. starts with, you know, your coverage being in sync with your rush, you know, package. So, those are a lot of things that I think the Bucks do pretty good job of at times, but yeah, there could be there could be more consistent at it. But this team is is producing a very good sack rate this season. I mean, I think they're on pace for over fifty sacks. Uh, they're doing a great job of pressuring the quarterback. So, yeah, you would like to see it just consistent all the way throughout the whole game, but you know, it's not going to be that way. It's about getting the key sacks and making the the key plays at the right time, and they did that yesterday. So, uh, again, you know. It's a good it's a good day for Bucks fans. I mean, eight and five, we're in a good spot in the playoffs. Got to be happy yeah. about it. Let's take a step back. Think about mm-hmm. that. Eight and five. Right. That's we haven't insane. had that a lot. We haven't right? had that at all. I mean, last time we were, we're it was twenty sixteen. Again, different circumstances. We're getting ready to play the Cowboys, who were good at the time, and then you had the Saints the following week, and then I think Carolina to close the season. So different stretch we have this year. You know, with the Falcons twice and. um you know, Detroit mixed in there. So, and again, different team, you know, yeah, different quarterback, all that jazz and jazz. Yeah. <laughs> but it feels good to be eight and five. I mean, we just haven't been able to say that, you know, and we're actually in the playoffs as it stands today. So I don't think that was the case the last time we were eight and five. So it just feels yeah. good. We're not chasing anyone. We're, we're, we're yeah. holding our own destiny right now. Right. Yeah. We hell, and, hell, the Saints could just fold right now. I mean, it's all Taysom Hill. 
It's, it's a possibility. I mean, they got the Chiefs. <laughs> they got the Chiefs, and then they got the Vikings who are going to be fighting for their lives, you know, trying to get into the playoffs. So, and then they have Carolina who, you know, still wants to finish strong and play spoiler. So, yeah, very possibility. It's a strong one. Yeah. You, you never know. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Yeah. But Andrew, good take here. Bucks seem to have a solid game plan to take away Jefferson and Thielen and force Cook and the tight ends to beat them. Right. Yeah. They did that. I mean, they, they, um, I mean, Jefferson made some solid plays, but they pretty much took away both of those guys. And I think the tight end was their leading receiver. So, you know, I thought they did a good job. I mean, the outside did a good job. Mm-hmm. Outside corners did a good job. I mean, SMB, I kind of touched on it, did do a good job of reading Jefferson. Yeah. It, I mean, he's not the biggest physically imposing player mm. by any means. He's just a great route runner. I mean, I mean, just the Carlton Davis play where it was like a third and 15, threw it right mm-hmm. to his hands, and Davis comes from behind, knocks that thing down. So right. they played pretty damn good. I mean, give them their credit. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going down. A couple more. What's this one? Chiefs beat us with big plays. The Bucks took away that in this game. Granted, Cousins isn't Mahomes, but mm-hmm. even versus KC, our red zone D was solid. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I like it, Andrew. I like it, Andrew. Keep bringing takes like that. And he's right. I mean, our deep coverage, like I touched on it, the second deep secondary did very, very well. The, mm. the safeties moving secondary, corners working with the safeties did very, very good. I mean, you can't get mad about not giving up a 40, 50, 75-yard play right? because, you, oh, I, I forgot Tyreek Hill's the fastest player in the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they, they took that. And took offense to it and they're like okay if we're gonna get beat it's gonna be under and you have to beat us with consecutive plays of executed execution so yeah. that's a lot harder look at the bucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and, and a lot of defenses take that approach i mean you see it around the league it's you know the thinking is offenses are usually going to make a mistake here somewhere you know along the line so make them drive down the field and see if they can actually score once they, they get in the red zone and you know sometimes it's yeah, it's tough to play. And, and we did that against, we tried it against the saints, but not in the right way. You know, there wasn't the right way to play it. We were too soft and um, you know, you have to have some aggression. I thought we showed that, especially when it mattered. That I want to see us blitz a little bit more though, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I know we, we did well in, well, I, I was just saying, I was just saying like the timing of the blitz was yeah. a lot better, okay, okay. Yeah. a lot better. And, and it wasn't in the Saints game, obviously, because it, it failed. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, I agree with you. I think I would like to be aggressive more, but it's all about how you time it, how you, you know, again, sequence, right? Yeah. It's a flow. When you throw those, when you throw those sacks, not just every damn down. Yeah. <laughs> deep shot every damn down either. Right, right. It, but you did see blitzes from, Colton Davis, Winfield, mm-hmm. multiple times. Right. Ross Cockrell, blitz multiple times. And so you you did see it from different arrays. So, I mean, no, then I can't get mad. He did blitz a lot. It just, <laughs> it just didn't come from Devin White, which I kind of wish he would have. Mm. That's a little bit more, considering what he does in coverage. Right, right. Uh, so, oh, here's a good question for you, Plus. How would you guys rate Tom Brady this season? I think Tom's been, uh, again, steady. You know, Tom is is playing. He's playing really good. I mean, thirty touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Uh, he's got a high completion percentage. Doesn't take a lot of sacks. Um, 
you know, I think he's, he's playing good. Again, there's missed opportunities, you know, here and there that we talked about, but I think he's putting the team, he's, he's helping the team win. And that's what a quarterback needs to do. And I think he's done that. Not hurting the team. As much. Right. Right. Not hurting the team. So, and this brings us to this point, which is a good take from Danny. He says, I hope the fans and coaches don't get overconfident after winning the next two or three games. Evaluate the Bucks play on a consistent level. What do your eyes tell you? Mm-hmm. Very good point. And that's why we kind of tell you, even if there's a win, we show you and tell you where we see glaring holes. And that's why I say, yeah, the Vikings were smart. They attacked a lot of our weaknesses, yet still only managed 14 points. Yes. Mm-hmm. 10 points missed field goals. Yeah. Either way, they did do some plays that executed perfectly towards our weaknesses and they still couldn't really manhandle us. We came up big when they had to. Mm-hmm. Does that mean the Bucks are best team in the NFC? No, it just means they got to win. They're going to have to go back and look and fix these areas. I mean, we see it. We show you every week. So I agree with him. I see it. Yes, we do need to get some confidence mm-hmm. in this team and work on execution. I don't want to see us feel bad for anyone. If we can run up the score, I want you to do it. Yeah. Like you got to practice your consistency right now. Yeah. And, and, and going back to the Brady question, I, I think he's got to take it up to a, another level. Yeah. I mean, I think he's been, he's been good for most of the year, but he's had bad moments. I mean, he's had, you know, bad games too, you know, just looking at a recent losing streak or the losses, you know, three out of four, what have you, you know, the saints, he, he didn't have a good game, you know, against the Rams didn't have a good game, you know, same thing against the chiefs. So there's just like, there's like inconsistent spurts. And I guess that goes in and total with the whole offense. So, you know, they got to take it up to another level as we go forward here, you know, if they want to do anything. Yeah. So this is also applying to, I guess the Tom Brady, people are saying grades like B plus B. Mm-hmm. I'll say a B plus as of now. I'll, I'm going to say an A because no, I can't give him an A. <laughs> I'm going to say B plus because He's learning on the go. There's a whole new offense for him, and he's yeah. putting up numbers. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. someone put, do y'all think Jameis 5K Winston would have done a better job this year? <laughs> I don't think so. I yeah, think no. Tom Brady's getting us in position to be in every game besides the Saints game. He's put us in position. We're right there. It didn't hurt us. We didn't mm-hmm. have to fly from behind every damn game. Right. We've been right there. Call it. It's, no, it's Tom Brady. I mean, it's not. Coughing the ball up seven times in one game. It's not mm. throwing five interceptions. It's not. Yes, he has what two pick sixes mm-hmm. in the season. But ever since, how, when was the last one? The Chargers game. Uh, I think really? so. I want to say there was one more recently, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but, but it was a close one. The Rams the guy ran it pretty close, but I don't think he mm. took it all the way. Okay. But either way, I mean, it's. I think he's gotten better gradually. Mm. Yes, he's. His deep ball looked beautiful yesterday. I mean, there's mm. there's some passes where, when he knew where he had, where he had to go, he hit it perfectly. It was more, for some reason, that these little inaccurate passes like to Rojo Godwin, those little things, and I think that'll get cleaned up. Mm. I mean, the BA or not BA? I don't know why I say BA. The Gronk touchdown. Mm. He threw that on the move. It yeah. was a perfect pass. So yeah, zoomed it in there. <laughs> it's not like he can't throw on the run. He can. Right. I mean, remember the Lashawn McCoy. Should have been best touchdown of the of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. Earlier in the season, that was 
amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that was on the move, perfect to the back of the end zone. The dude, he's I think he's only scratching the surface. I mean, mm-hmm. what, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 12 right. interceptions? Yeah, 30 ah. and 11 right now. So, I mean, he's on pace to, he's going to break the, the Buccaneers record, which was set last year for 33 touchdowns. He's going to get probably 35 or whatever, what have you. I mean, he might get more. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it, Hell, I hope he gets three three a game. Yeah, <laughs> Ty James this year or this yeah. week. Yeah, usually when he does, we're usually going to win. It's very possible against the defense he's going to be facing. So, right. let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was it? Here it is. No, I got to find this. It was a good point. I lost it, but it was more. Here it is. Coaching staff needs to focus on player strengths, not the schemes. Hey mm. Turner, I. I know what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I've said it plenty of times. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, nope. Just don't think it's going to happen. Defensively, possibly. I think we may rush Devin White a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But offensively, I there's no faith in that at all. Do I have? Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen glimpses of it, but it's been against bad teams that we can take advantage of. And, you know, that's what we've, you know, done. We did yesterday, you know, running the ball with Rojo. Being able to, you know, establish that or get it going and use the play action and there's motion. So we've seen glimpses of it on offense. I think defensively we've seen it more because I think they use guys to their strengths better on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but still not there. Hoping for a miracle to happen <laughs> and we see it more consistently. But hey, just gotta enjoy the win. You know, winning is winning. And we did that yesterday. We did that very well yesterday. I mean, yep. I'm happy. I'm, yeah. I, I was busy as hell at work today, and I was so happy. Just <laughs> free. I was like, oh, what do you want? Oh, you want to massage someone else and give you that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if, I mean, either way, I was, I'm one of those guys that, yeah, once, if the Bucks win, my week is great. Yeah, it's going to be a great week. I mean, we got, again, we got more content coming out later this week. Oh, it's going to be yeah. awesome breaking this game down, and then we're previewing you know, the dirty Falcons, which is going to be fun. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, other than that guys, I know you guys got a lot of questions coming in, but I think we, we're going to call it at the hour. But other than that, guys, thank you for showing up, bringing so many questions, guys that came in from Twitter and YouTube. I mean, yeah, we're trying to do this little multi-stream thing Mm -hmm. working. I hope you guys enjoyed the live stream. You guys literally make the show. We always say this all the time. And I mean, we're going to bring out so much content, like plus was saying, we're going to try and keep pushing it. The previews are going to keep coming out. And then hopefully we make a, a deep playoff run, have hell of a good yeah. film yeah. studies for those. But other than that, guys, thank you very much for showing up. With that said, as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Thank you guys. Have a good night. <laughs>